This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Wednesday, July 13th, 2011. I'm Caleb Brown. The wrangling in Washington over raising the federal debt limit masks the real problem. That federal spending is rising at record speeds. Mike Tanner, senior fellow at the Cato Institute, says most Republicans in this debate aren't even asking for half a loaf. People talk about the catastrophe that will occur if we don't raise the debt ceiling, and certainly would be difficult. Uh, it would not be a default. The U.S. brings in more than enough revenue every month in order to pay the interest and principal due on the debt. Uh, we'd continue to be able to pay Social Security, Medicare, military pay. But we'd have to have about a 44 percent reduction in government spending, taking us back to, say, 2003 levels of spending, a time not known for mass starvation and economic collapse. But it would certainly pinch uh, a lot of people who are counting on paychecks from the government or contractors and people who rely on certain programs would certainly be hurt. And no doubt uh, the interest that would be charged in our debt would go up, uh, adding perhaps $100 billion or more to our debt payments every year. That said, failure to get spending under control is liable to lead to a real economic collapse down the road. Our creditors, the Chinese and others, are not going to forever be willing to buy U.S. debt as we pile debt upon debt. The way this discussion has occurred, it uh, definitely does treat this uh, raising of the debt ceiling as the only crisis worth discussing. People don't understand just how big our debt crisis is. Purely uh, in technical numbers, our debt situation is worse than that of Greece. Our deficit is a higher percentage of GDP. Our total unfunded liabilities are a higher percentage of GDP than is Greece. We owe some $120 trillion uh, in total indebtedness. Now, that includes promises of entitlements? That includes the unfunded liabilities of Medicare and Medicaid. It's far greater than this $14 trillion of on-the-books debt that we're arguing about now. Uh, If you look down the road to what that means, it means that sooner or later, the chickens are going to come home to roost in terms of much, much higher interest rates. That would unsettle the entire bond market. People's 401ks would suffer. Banks would collapse. Uh, The economic crisis that we just went through for banking uh, would be nothing compared to what we would see if the entire bottom fell out of the bond market. Keep in perspective how little... Republicans are really asking. They've taken true entitlement reform, things like Paul Ryan's plan, off the table. They are talking now about perhaps $2 trillion in cuts. Well, $2 trillion in cuts over 10 years is about $200 billion a year, less than we pay in interest on the money that we've already borrowed. The Republican cuts would still allow the debt to increase by about $11 trillion over that 10-year period. This is nothing radical at all. So they've taken all this off of the table. Is there half a loaf here in terms of trying to get something more substantial? Well, things seem to actually be going backwards. The latest proposal by Mitch McConnell would actually simply give the president the power to unilaterally raise the debt limit without any spending cuts whatsoever. Uh, basically, he is simply taking a political position that he can avoid having Republicans vote on the debt hike, 
uh, avoid having the president blame Republicans for any problems that come, and then hope that if there's an economic collapse down the road, Obama gets blamed for it. This is political cynicism at its worst. Uh, I, I guess it's a brilliant tactic if you don't really care what happens to the country. Mike Tanner is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can read more of his work at Cato.org.